Hello, and welcome to the Coaches Cup podcast. I'm Coach Judith Fender, one of the amazing coaches with the Nobias Weight Loss Program. Welcome. And I'm Sonia Green with Sonia Green Coaching. And you are amazing. The <laughs> giggle at that. <laughs> no, look, we just like, hold it. Yeah, I know that Sonia always does the intro. So <laughs> Exciting fun fact. Today, we're going to talk about urges. And I was telling Sonia, I was like, I wanted to do a call the other night and I wanted to use the song Urgent, you know, from Foreigner. I'm going to go with like 19, I don't know, 83. Yeah, that's probably a pretty good uh, guess. Where, um, because that song, you know, it just kind of embodies what an urge is, that intense energy in the music. Urgent, urgent, urgent. Yes. It's like our little alarm going off in our body. And we, if you're listening to this, and you're human, you have had urges and you may not even feel that intense feeling like the, like the intensity in the song, but you are automatically doing some habit automatically and urges is the conditioned response that you are doing. So yeah, your heart beats a little faster. It feels I mean, you might get a little sweaty. Your palms get sweaty. It was from 1981, by the way. So really good guess. I would have said more 83 than 81 tall. So I was a little surprised at that. Yeah, it would have been seventh grade, I think, hmm, for me. I would have been a little younger. I don't remember. Urgent, urgent, urgent. Urges. What do we want to talk about urges? When I think about urges... Number one, I think that most of us feel like when there's an urge, we have two options. We can either give into it, which makes all of those feelings calm down and go away. <laughs> They're usually replaced by other <laughs> feelings. <laughs> I'm pausing. I'm like, I'm trying not to coach you here, Sonia. Uh, that, but, <laughs> but right, that's what we think. Oh, if I if I buy the thing then I'm going to feel better. If I scroll through my social media, instead of taking care of this other thing, I'm going to feel better. If I eat the thing, you know, it's, it's all, it's all, I can either give in or I can resist that willpower. We think those are the only two options that we have. And I think that's what many times causes us to have this fight with our urges because we feel like those are our only two options mm. unless we've been doing a lot of thought work you know i'm just feeling like rinse and repeat on we could sit here and intellectualize it we could break it down we could draw a little graph on the cycle of an urge and stimulus response and do all of the conditioning around it but it really is just allowing learning Stopping somewhere, whatever it is you are doing that you want to stop, not do the thing, feel the feeling. Yeah, that's what, so we feel like we need to resist it, that that's, that's the way to get through it. But resistance, you know, we talked last week about feeling those negative feelings. Resistance is what we've been doing our whole lives. We push down the feeling. Mm-hmm. Beach resist ball. it yeah exactly in the water right just holding that resisting 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 and that's what we're doing with the urge by not feeling it and by the feeling resisting any feeling that's when we have the explosion that's when we have the 
you know, the explosion with our words or in our actions or the eating or the buying or the gambling or the whatever. Yeah. 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 When, when we give in, yeah, we're covering, we're covering that feeling. We're just trying to get through that feeling. Mm -hmm. Never stopping to think that it's going to lead to giving in. It's also going to lead to its own set of negative feelings. Well, and then giving in just keeps conditioning it. Right. That <laughs> I, I think that's the other thing that that's the definition of insanity, right? Right. <laughs> we have at some point made it a habit. And this is not, I'm not saying that I'm not saying this so that it gives our listeners an opportunity to beat themselves up about it. Oh, well, I just shouldn't have created that habit. No, you created that habit because at some point it was serving you. At some point you needed relief from something and you didn't know any other way to deal. You, that's the tool you had in your toolbox. Yes. Was whatever you use. And then we'll just, you know, food and alcohol, the easy, those are some low hanging fruit that I think everyone can identify. Yeah. Buffering on, I mean, we didn't always have social media. Um, I guess back in the day, you know, when, when I was in school, if I was trying to buffer from a negative emotion, I would either read or I would daydream. Yeah. Yeah. But either way, it's like not dealing with what's present, what's front and center, pushing it off. But that's all it is. It's not any, you know, we didn't mean to create the habit, but we did. I mean, and now we have to unlearn it. It's just, yeah. It's, it's so, oh my gosh, um, like urges. It's I, what I love when I think about the simplest, like, and trust me, I have plenty, plenty, many a times, you know, I have urges for late night eating or whatever, mm-hmm. but I do love to hear Corinne say, you know, about getting an urge to punch somebody in the, she actually says throat punch somebody in the grocery yeah. store line. Yeah. <laughs> so visual. Like, but who, ha- who among us hasn't been there wanting to do that? Like having that urge, like, come on, really? Like you yeah, want to yeah. say something, you want to do something and you don't. Yes. Because, because you have- we do have self-control. Right. Or if I gave you $50,000, would you still, you know, could you not do it? Yeah. Like you have so much power, but in those moments, it, the feeling of the urge, urgent, urgent, urgent is so intense, so activating, so stimulating. So, uh, and you've told such a, I don't want to say a sexy story around it, but such a disempowering story or under misunderstanding about what yes. is really going on. Yes. I'm so weak. I can't not, I am just going to give in. Everybody else in my family is overweight. This is just my lot in life. All in my name. Ugh. I'm a little bit off track of what I was thinking, but they are just, it's just a feeling in your body and literally thinking of slowing time down, just slow your roll mm-hmm. and just feel the feelings. Just, just like we talked about in our previous episode, how to feel a feeling using that now process that Corinne teaches us. Well, and you know, the other thing I I was talking about, we have two options to resist or to give in. The other thing that this brings up is 
urges bring up that sense of perfectionism that we have. Tell me more. <laughs> well, tell me more. I will, as a matter of fact. But we think that if we're trying to manage our urges, that we have to be a hundred percent. Yeah. And rather than resisting or giving in, mm-hmm. we can allow the feeling, but that requires us or, or it doesn't require us. That gives us the opportunity to observe the urge. Mm-hmm. And so that's another option that's available to us. We can sit back. We can get curious about the urge. Why am I having it right now? Why am I wanting this thing right now? Because sometimes it might be food. Sometimes it might be wine. Sometimes it might be a new purse. Sometimes, you know, they're different. And then... Maybe we end up giving in that time, but have we learned something about the urge? Mm-hmm. It, it It's not an all or nothing kind of thing. Resisting or giving in, that's all or nothing. Mm-hmm. But that black and white thinking, that's never going to get us there. It's what happens in the gray area. That's where our learning happens. Right. Learning, learning about the pattern, learning about the belief. Yes the beliefs that you have about yourself in those moments, your uh, understanding or your belief of, of the event Mm -hmm. that happened just before, or what was, what triggered me because it is, it is the urges can be, I don't want, it's so funny. We're trying to like use these words, like not manage and not solved, but you know, just understanding relationship. What kind of relationship do you want to have? Mm-hmm. with your urges would be um, because then you, you recognize the pattern and then, so then there's some predictability mm-hmm. right? and understanding they're not coming at you and it's not all of a sudden like a big boulder running down the hill, you know, coming down the hill at you and, I... <laughs> and how you talk about them or it's, yeah. it's everything. Like let's neutralize that language come back down to just the facts. What are you, what is the felt sensation in your body? Yeah. Again, it's a felt sensation. It's buzzing. It's going to have electric energy to it. Kind of like the song urgent. Mm-hmm. And you know, when you, when you process through, allow it to yourself to feel it, you'll feel, you know, it will, it will move on. And if you keep thinking about it or bringing up the thoughts, it can come multiple times in a row. Yeah. Like being calm, getting calm in your body, breathing, right? Just really being present in that moment and understanding that what's going on is my body. I'm having an urge. Yeah. And, you know, I I mentioned earlier that it was usually from a habit that we had developed. Um, A lot of the things that we're talking about, as far as the urges, we will generally have an urge for some kind of concentrated reward, Mm -hmm. sugar or, you know, potato chips or wine, or it's a concentrated reward. And so our body needs a dopamine hit. Mm. I, I think most people who've done thought work realize that on days that they're tired, maybe they didn't sleep well, you're going to have urges for 
those kinds of things that give you that dopamine hit, that quick hit of energy, that's just going to come. It, it just is. And so even knowing that and saying, Hey, this is going to happen today. Yep. It's okay. I, I'm prepared for it. It's predictable. It's like, it's even more predictable than the weather, right? <laughs> I mean, right. like the weatherman just gets to make an estimate. Yeah. Right. But we, we can predict. Oh yeah. If I haven't slept well the night before, there is a hundred percent chance <laughs> that I will want to eat something I don't need to eat during the day at a time. Well, not even that I don't need to eat, but when I'm not hungry, I will want to eat rather than doing the thing my body needs in that moment. To your point on sleep, I wanted about, I was doing a little research about uh, sleep and came across this study for um, uh, the National Tra Traffic Safety Commission, something like that. I'm probably not getting the title uh -huh. exactly. Um, but like in 2017, I think there were 90,000 car accidents based on uh, attributed to drowsy driving. So they did this research and they came up with basically if you've gone 20 hours without sleep, it's having it's like having the blood alcohol level of 0 0.05. Yeah. Uh, 18 hours was like, I don't know, 0.9. And then 24 hours without sleep is like 0.1 on the blood, meaning like your eye-hand coordination, your ability to make decisions and speed and all that. And I, I like to think about that too. Like basically when, when, when you're coming home from work, if you've been, at, you got up at 5 a.m. and you got your workout done and you did your things and you worked all day and you've managed your mind or not at work, it's five o'clock, the kids are running around, the dog's barking and you know, and you're, you're tired. Mm-hmm. It's like you and then you haven't even had alcohol. What if you have a glass of alcohol? And then you're wondering <laughs> why you are, you know, making poor decisions. Except it, it you just go ahead and assume when you come home. Yeah. That you're drunk. <laughs> that you're gonna, here's my plan. Mm -hmm. Here's what here's what I know is gonna happen. Here's my plan, how I want to show up. Yeah. And practice, you know, again, like to our, I can't remember if it was on this podcast or the previous one when we talked about making it um, like those 1% level ups, Yeah, finding, you know, not perfection, but setting ourselves up for understanding that urges are coming. Yeah. Just getting curious. I, I have told this story many, many times before, but I'm going to tell it one, one more time because when I started get, getting curious, my I discovered first, I didn't even realize when my time that I like to eat was, and it was in the afternoons when I came home from work and, you know, I could leave school not feeling hungry at all, but the closer I got, the more hungry I got, the more urgency was building up. I got out of the car, parked in the garage and walked right past the pantry before I could even put my things down. There it was waiting for me. Mm -hmm. Calling your name. Calling my name. And when I started getting curious about that, it didn't stop me from eating right away. But what I realized was I could get my stuff out of the car instead of going in through the garage, I could go in the front door take everything to my bedroom 
take a few minutes and lay down. And I'm talking like 10, 15 minutes, lay down. Nobody was needing me in 10 to 15 minutes. I mean, they might think they do, but I can talk to them, tell them this is what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I went and did that. And so that when I did come into the kitchen to start dinner, I had neutralized a lot of that. I had given my body rest. It just needed a minute to move from one thing to another. And that urgency was gone. Yeah. Because I had listened. Right. And you also like, that's a beautiful pattern interrupt, like changing the way you come in, mm-hmm. allowing the body time to process, to relax and literally let the emotional brain have a, have a rest. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, Leslie coached me on that. And she was yeah. like, why don't you go in a different way? And I thought I could go in the front door, couldn't I? But But that's, you know, that was the value. And, and it did not hear me folks. It didn't mean I never snacked in the pantry again. When I came home, it didn't mean that all of that left. It just meant that I got curious about it and I figured out a way to alleviate a lot of that because it was being tired. It was needing some transition um, needing some way to lower my anxiety level. I felt like I had been in fire mode, you know, putting out fires all day long. I needed to bring that down. Mm-hmm. And that was a way to do it. So get curious and don't feel like you have to, there's, you know, it's, it's not a hundred percent. We're not working for perfection. B minus work is our goal. Mm-hmm. That's about 80%, right? Yeah. Some triggers, some common triggers for urges can be stress, isolation, and boredom Mm -hmm. and and recognizing the feelings as also a pattern, right? Because the brain, when we're isolated, whether by choice or not, Mm -hmm. there's some feelings there. Like, what what do we do? Boredom is a big one for me still. Yeah. Um, urges aren't rational no one ever died from urges (laughs) I thought that was funny I was like you know because they don't they do feel like in the moment very urged like we just might might not make it if we don't well it does it actually changes your physiology right your heart does speed up your palms may get sweaty yes this is important perfectly harmless Yeah. yeah Yeah, it's, it's, this is important. This is super important to get your attention so focused in that moment on solving for that panicky, urgent, urgent, which, which the song urgent, by the way, is about, is a booty call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> that's why I love you- that. I have never really thought about that. It is. I will not argue. Just hadn't really thought about it in those terms. <laughs> I know. That's awesome. You know, I didn't think of that in the eight, of course, right? You know, but yeah. um, let's see. I have here that urges do not compel. They are an invitation. You can choose to accept the invitation yes. or not. Yeah. And that, what I hear, that, like, that's choice. That's agency. Yeah. It's not a boulder coming at you. No, no. And you're not drowning. Right. 
you know, those are the ways we feel. We feel like it's that deer in the headlights or, I, you know, this, nothing's going to save me. I've got to do this. And that's not what it is. Yeah. And I'm still trying to think about our children cringing at the, the idea that we said booty call <laughs> on a... <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we could talk about that song, but um, <laughs> just get curious. Yeah, what do you want to think about urges? And and they will not in the moment. You will think, and and you may be without addressing it. You you could be at the point where you're thinking that urges are going to drive you crazy, right? That, that because you feel so at the effect of them that you're yeah. absolutely, you don't even know where to like plug in and stop yeah. and just, just plug in somewhere. Yes. Stop. Just try one thing. Yeah. Just stop whatever the behavior is and see what happens. Yeah. Just don't do the thing that you don't want to be doing. If it's drinking, and don't replace it with something else. If, exactly. you're, if you're smoking, don't replace it with eating. You hear people who gain weight when they stop smoking. Don't, yes. don't do that. A nap, a 15 a nap minute or a meditation, great. a walk around the yard or up the driveway or um, something that's more. Um, call a friend. Yeah. Call, call a friend. Journal. Yeah. But, you know, you, you might want something of equal energetic value, right? Yeah. Friend does that, like, don't be scrubbing toilets. Somebody, I do remember that call. I was actually in membership when that one happened. Yeah. Because was coaching her and she said, well, what, what's something you could do? And she's like, well, I've got, got this bathroom that I really need to clean. <laughs> well. Do you really want to do that? Yeah, that's that is such a bad reward for. I mean, unless you unless you enjoy that sort of no, thing. I don't I know. Do enjoy, I do enjoy a clean bathroom. Yeah, I enjoy a clean bathroom. I don't necessarily want to run and clean it. Yeah, but yeah. I enjoy it being clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anywho, what else can we say about urges? They're feeling. Get They're going curious to about them. They're going to pass no matter what. Yeah. Whether you drink, gamble, spend your money. Mm-hmm. And or- while urges are completely harmless, giving into them continually, that that can cause harm. It can cause harm for our dreams, our goals, our health. Mm-hmm. So let's let's figure out we don't have to resist them. That's not going to work willpower is there's no such thing or not nearly as much as we would need but let's just observe them and sit with them take a nap through them (laughs) yeah all right well this has been good i'm coach judith with no bs weight loss program you can find me there or on instagram just judy j-u-s-t-j-u-d-i-e and you can find me at soniagreencoaching.com or on Instagram at Sonia, S-O-N-Y-A underscore green coaching. And our Facebook page. Don't forget about our Facebook page. We love to have people come in and make comments. We would love to hear this week, 
what are the urges that you deal with and what ways have you found to move through them? That, that can be a really good topic of discussion. Um, Share some of the things that you've done. I shared, you know, changing my way in the house and, and taking a few minutes to lay down. What do you do to move through your urges? Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Sounds good. All right. Well, we'll see you all next week. (laughs) Bye.